Hey nerds, welcome back to The Paper Fold. I am your host, Sarah, the paper nerd, and I'm so glad to be back nerding out with you on my favorite topic, stationery. Today, my guest is Sadie Tepper of 20-some Design. Her feminist stationery and gift brand features cheeky hand-lettered designs, giving voice to our often unspoken thoughts. So starting a few years ago, I began to see makers really intentionally creating product to advance different conversations that were previously somewhat taboo. Um, These more authentic offerings could discuss infertility or aging or transitioning or miscarriage or an endless amount of sensitive topics more openly, often with humor, but always with compassion. Although Emily McDowell started this trend about a decade ago with her empathy cards, when COVID came along, it kicked in twice as hard. So as I compiled my list of 10 designers to watch in 2023, that's an annual feature that runs in the winter issue of Stationary Trends, I found that many of the makers I chose were tackling different aspects of this idea. Sadie is one of them, and she brings a very fresh voice to the table, but rather than me rattling on about it, she'll be on in a moment right after this. Hey nerds, I need to shout out the eternally fierce sponsor of this podcast. Yes, I'm talking about the one and only Girl with Knife, your new BFF in greeting cards, paper goods, and now home decor as well. Alicia Castaldi is the one woman force of nature behind this feminine, unapologetic, and authentic brand that has been racking up awards and accomplishments like they are going out of style. But fortunately for this Luke's Palm Springs house of design, they are not. One of the things I love most about this brand is that all of it really sprung from the deceptively simple greeting card. As soon as Alicia, a former children's book illustrator, began playing with the medium with her proverbial exacto knife, her creative floodgates opened and she found the springboard from which everything flows. Last spring, the stationary community recognized this by honoring her with the highly coveted and competitive Artist of the Year Louis Award, but really, that's just one jewel glittering in the girl with knife crown these days. From that greeting card framework, a vibrant lifestyle range has sprung. Journals, gift wrap, and weekly agendas fill out the Luke's stationary offerings, but last January, Girl with Knife delved into the home goods dimension with pillows, art prints, and some of the most exquisite candles you are going to see or smell. The aptly named Wild Gorgeous Candle, for example, is scented with orange blossom and housed in an elegant blush pink container with signature girl with knife imagery for a product that is literally a happy pill in soy coconut form whatever your preferred poison it is easy to immerse yourself in this chic stylish world the biggest challenge is picking your favorites Right now, everyone is gearing up for the winter shows, and Girl with Knife is preparing a slew of swag with which to slay 2023. Look out for three new divine candle scents, plus more pillows and art prints, and a slew of fresh stationery. Cards, mini notepads, journals, and weekly desk pads. And a little further down the horizon, I'm hearing about a very fabulous category expansion, but we're all going to have to sit tight until summer 23. 
Meanwhile, it is almost unbelievable to me that one person can accomplish all this, but Alicia also creates what she calls knife houses, concept homes that provide a world for all Girl With Knife products to happily chill. Uh, Knife House Palm Springs and Knife House Bel Air are complete, and a new Knife House Bel Air will be underway soon. Alicia described these as personal muses for her offerings, and I think they are such a fresh, out-of-the-box way for a maker to focus on the micro and the macro at the same time. This approach, in part, is what makes this range so distinctive, and I'm not a bit surprised that HGTV has already featured it and continues to feature Alicia and her knife houses in their programming as well. Alicia only makes it look easy from the outside, however. I have profiled her enough and know her well enough to understand that she genuinely pours her heart, soul, and passion into every last release and project. And without that, Girl With Knife would not resonate as it so clearly does on every level. So whether you work in the biz like me or are just looking for that perfect harder pillow, head on over to Girl With Knife all spelled out dot com and get your shop started i guarantee you're stationary and you too will slay sadie welcome to the paper fold thank you so much i'm so happy to be here it's exciting thank, thank you so much for coming um so I think the reason I love your work so much is that I find your verbiage really powerful as with it, you seek to build women up, but in a really like flippant way, uh, rather than feeling somewhat militant as in the revolution will not be televised. You know, one of your uh, sticker card and outprint art print bestsellers reads, do it with the confidence of a mediocre white man. Um, these are the kinds of ideas I've been trying to mentally articulate since I was pretty young, uh, but I'm a child of the seventies. I was taught nice girls don't think or speak that way. And apparently I wanted to be a nice girl. Um, anyway, I think in your case, uh, if you were drawing images, your words would not be so impactful. So I'm really curious to get your thoughts on the inherent power of seeing, uh, these types of rather powerful yet humorous phrases is written out just in your dynamic hand lettering uh, without illustration, uh, as is your style. Yeah. So I like how you mentioned that things are always positive because I always try to do that. I always try to lift women up, not bring men down. Um, Cause so many people have like this stilted view of feminism and like, so that's, that's true. I try to like empower women and empower all people. Um, in terms of the style without illustration, I just want to get to the point. You know, I want people like I want the message to be the most important thing because I mean, so many people are beautiful illustrators and like that's just a different type of card. But for me, the message message is what's most important. I just want people, you know, to immediately see it and and get it. And that's why it's like big in your face, but hopefully in a, you know, kind of pretty way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you presented I mean, the words on as they are laid out are 
are beautiful, but, and, you know, and you might have a few, I think you have like a plant illustration. I want to, like, you might have a few yeah, like, very, a very simple yeah. illustrations, but yeah. Um, I love how, I love that you say, you know, you can make women feel better without putting someone down. That seems to be like an equation that a lot of people can't get past, um, both in behavior yeah. and, and stationary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like so many people too, like kind of make mean stuff. I'm like, I'm not trying to be mean ever. We're just trying to be nice and maybe like poke fun at some flaws and things in people, but never like this nasty language. So whenever I see like nasty cards, I always kind of cringe because I'm like, that doesn't build people up. Like the goal is to build people up. Right, right. Totally. And, you know, over the years of covering the industry, I have seen a few times people have tried to make insult cards. um, And they're always like really funny. They're mean. They're funny. But it always comes down to who is going to pay money to send a card to someone they hate and who's going to take the time to write it out like I think that's why I can't remember any of the companies so yeah because they're hopefully not overly successful with that because yeah (laughs) we just like we don't need that in the world we don't need to send mean things right Um, there's enough there's enough of that yeah for sure (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and yeah I only try to do illustrations like you were saying when it's really necessary like I have a new card I just uh, just released that says congrats on your little feminist and so I have like a little baby bottle just to like really hit home that it's a baby card because it's one of those that like could kind of maybe be interpreted wrong and like some (laughs) of the plant ones too like you said like I have little just little things to hit at home but in general yeah I try to avoid them if I don't need to yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see. Yeah, and I can see why on that card you would you would want to put that. But yeah, your the writing, which we'll get into, but your handwriting is so beautiful. Illustrations almost detract from it, and and the and the overall message. Hey, nerds. One thing that I truly cherish about our community is all the powerful and inspiring women in it. I am so fortunate and grateful that I not only get to share so much amazing stationary design in the paper nerd and stationary trends, but more often than not, I get acquainted with a marvelous new friend in the process who, through their work, helps me be my best self in my life. As a result, I get nearly as emotionally invested in these brands as the makers themselves are. That is definitely the case with Kitty Meow Boutique, a Chicago house of paper and gifts founded by Katherine Hildner. Now, I find that most compelling brands out there have a core philosophy or vibe from which all product flows. In the case of Kitty Meow, these exquisitely designed paper goods are fun, fierce, and specifically designed to make women feel confident, empowered, and courageous. Now, what woman out there can't use some of that? And I know most women have several friends who can also use a big dose of that, especially coming from someone they care about. For example, one of her best-selling birthday cards isn't going to mock your age or reference wrinkles or bad backs. Instead, it reads, another year of the world being graced with beautiful, fabulous you. Happy birthday. 
that's absolutely ingenious, but it's not just about that smart, supportive copy. Visually, the range is paper fashion too. It's the stationary equivalent of perusing clothes in your favorite boutique and discovering that one gem that truly speaks to you. Think sleek layouts with evocative type to intensify each design into a stunning masterpiece. Whether you are witty or sweet, these polished, brilliant offerings elevate every card exchange into a meaningful, memorable experience. The sender looks brilliant, stylish, and witty, and the receiver gets her socks knocked off for a classic win-win. Also, I can't go any further without mentioning Kat's Entrepreneur Collection. Without getting too nerdy, I think these kinds of offerings are really important culturally for women as we establish our own old girl network, so to speak, but with more feminine vernacular and style. So one particularly sharp number reads, your business means the world to me. Just thought you should know. Or how about you are more than a customer, you're like family, love and appreciate you. These are the types of offerings that tell me not only is Catherine approaching the stationary market thoughtfully, but truly impacting the way we interact with each other. To a very large degree, stationary trends, the paper nerd, and the paper folds are my life. So the way I interact with my clients and readers is an extension of me. Any of those designs help me look good as I appreciate those who help me build my businesses. However, Kitty Meow Boutique goes beyond greeting cards to encompass party and desk offerings as well as gifts with the same powerful messaging. Think notebooks, notepads, writing tools, cocktail napkins. Whether you are at work or at play, by yourself or hanging with your crew, there is something to uplift and inspire. And speaking of inspiring, Catherine has been very busy coming up with new designs for 2023. She's releasing about 20 new cards plus new notebook and notepad offerings. There is no more polished way to stay organized and on task as you keep track of your game plan for life. So whether you want to catch up with your bestie on her birthday or plot your plan to take over the world, you'll find all the necessary tools here. For my friends in the trade, Kitty Meow Boutique is also available wholesale. Shop it on Fair 24-7. And finally, if you are not seeing Kitty Meow Boutique on the shelves of your favorite card and paper shop, ask the owner to stock it and join the family of over 1,000 stores across the nation. All this beauty and brilliance starts at kittymeowboutique.com. So head on over, kitty cats, and tell them Sarah sent you. So I know, like a lot of small makers, you do a lot of craft shows. Um, in fact, I thank you for taking the time to speak with me during the height of craft show season. And <laughs> so, um, you, you know... Makers who do craft shows get to directly interact with their customers, which is like a really sort of magical thing because a lot of people just, you know, put their product in a box, ship it off, and they don't see like how it's received by the world. And so I'm curious, what kind of responses do you tend to see at women from women and men, I guess, too, um, <laughs> experiencing your work for the first time? Um, have you come to any conclusions from the types of responses you get? Yeah. So officially craft show season is over for me. So I'm so glad to be done. I did four in four weeks, so I feel free now. So it's a perfect time to <laughs> chat. Um, but yes, I love doing them. I get 
so mostly positive responses, 99% positive responses. And what people will do is they'll come up to my booth and they just start laughing, which like makes me feel so validated because I'm like, yes, I'm funny. I'm great. (laughs) But, and so it's like usually the same, like three or four cars that they like really get them going. And then they're like, oh my God, look at this. Oh my God, look at that. And they're always like, picking it up, showing to their friends, which is wonderful. Like this weekend at a show, some woman picked it up, turned to the one behind her and was like, oh, wait, you're not my friend. That's okay. You should read this anyways. And so like people are just making friendships. And I love that um, attitude. So I've started putting up, do it with the confidence of a mediocre white man. I have a big banner now that I hang behind me because a lot of people like, they don't, I don't know, they didn't come to a show to shop for greeting cards. But when uh-huh. they see that, they realize that like, it's a different kind of car. Like it's, you know, it's like they probably didn't come needing them, but they still are going to want them. So I, I like right. having my message really big now so that it draws them in. Um, and it's people of all ages. It's a lot of older women will come up to me and being like, you know, kind of annoying that we still have to be saying this, but I'm glad you're doing it. And, you know, things like that. And so, you know, I get all sorts. And then also people just start telling me the weirdest stories, which is, <laughs> amazing but also funny so like I have a Mother's Day card that says mom thanks for teaching me how to use a tampon which actually my mom came up with um <laughs> thanks so mom. women on both counts. yeah it's great it's, she loves it but so like women will read that card and they'll just start telling me their first period story and I'm like okay but like cool great like you know I wasn't asking for that but it's fine it's funny you know so like I wound up having like a lengthy conversation about with some older woman about tampons last week because like it's just it's just what happens um I, I love so people, it yeah it's fun people resonate and then I, also I get a lot of suggestions like people will be like do you have one that says this and I'm like no but I should and so like right. my wow. supporters are the biggest help That's awesome. Well, I mean, I'm going to think that the older women have been dying to tell their period stories for like 40 years now. And like you finally empowered them. Like now we can talk about it. Look. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, you do have a tampon on that card, I think. Now that I I do because, yeah, I was like, got to end a little bloody tampon, you know. It's cares? You sort of need it. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like. You're thanking your mom for doing like a really grisly job. Like I have to say, like as a mom, like cleaning up throw up and like the like there's a couple things that were really hard and like it's nice to it's nice to appreciate it for that. (laughs) I should make that one. Thanks for cleaning up my vomit. That's good. That's another potential. You should on the opposite Uh end of Uh people. So most people are positive, but at the show I did last weekend, two women walk past and they read, do it with the confidence of a mediocre white man. And they're like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, I, we shouldn't shop here. I don't get it. And I was like, I think you get it. You just don't like it, but that's fine. But then um, I had the most wonderful um, booth mate next to me. The woman next to me sells sewing kits, butterscotch sewing, super great. And she sells a kit of dolls. That says the future is female, black lives matter. So like she clearly is on the same page as me, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. she said a woman came up to her and was like, I'm so sorry. You have to be next to this offensive booth. I turned her stuff around and I was like, oh my gosh. So then I had to go, she's like, go check what's turned around. So I had to go flip back, you know, something. And and it was probably your best cards. It was doing with the confidence of a mediocre woman was turned around. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, maybe someone just wasn't paying attention. I was like, 
well, that really offended someone enough that she, you know, had to turn it around and go tell my booth neighbor who was like, okay, but, you know, clearly is on the same page. But, but yeah, so like any stuff like that happens, just you got to keep a good attitude. Totally lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I know that you even have a TikTok reel series on things spoken to you at crowd fairs. So it obviously gives you a lot of social media fodder as well. Yeah. I have a list of things from the last few shows too, that I, I have to like now make into content. Cause yeah, whenever I hear funny things, I'm like, okay, write that down, make a note. Cause yeah. It's just yeah, funny. it's great. It's totally, I love it. Um, so obviously, as you mentioned, you know, there is a real political component to your work. Uh, you have stickers reading, don't date Republicans and equality is everything. So I'm curious about uh, your creative process for coming up with these phrases, which are really potent for being only a few words. And you and I, and probably a lot of our listeners know that this type of copywriting only looks easy. Uh, do you listen to the news and brainstorm or do you doom scroll? Uh, do you actively say to yourself, I need to think of some empowering phrases for women and sit down to work? Or do they just sort of come to you? Like, what's your process? Yeah. So a lot of the stickers are more like popular phrases or things that I just hear out in the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, things on social media that people are starting to say, and they, they probably aren't selling it as a product, but it's like these phrases that are kind of being repeated over and over again mm-hmm. or yeah things in the news or stuff like that so I'm usually not sitting down and thinking like I have to think of 10 stickers it's more like I collect these things as they happen mm-hmm. um, or people suggest it like do you have a sticker for this topic and I'm like you're right I don't and then I kind of you right. know like work backwards and think about it um, and like my new sticker collection that's going to come out hopefully in the next month or two, is actually like something that was inspired by like what my trainer at the gym said. So it's just That's like, awesome. you know, what can you tell everywhere? Can you tell yeah. me what it is? So it was a funny conversation. We were like lifting weights and me and a couple other women are exhausted. And I was like, I'm tired. And he's like, no, you're strong. And I'm like, well, I can be strong and tired. And so the new series is going to be a whole bunch of things that all end in tired. So it's going to be like strong, powerful, tired caring, loving, tired, brave, ambitious, tired. Like, you know, you can be all these things and still just be like exhausted. Like it is the the vibe of the world these days, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but, yeah, but you're giving people permission to yeah. like own it and be like, yeah, I'm still really mad about these things. But... <laughs> things. I can still, you know, like I can be, I can be a lot of things. So right. Right. yeah. And I just well, want people to feel seen like, so it's in a lot of different ways. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I love how you, um, and I love how your customers will bring something to you like, Hey, do you have anything for infertility or do you have anything for like, that's a really hot topic, uh, right now. And, um, I've seen a couple cards for like, if your kid transitioned, you know, to send them, like, it's really interesting as our culture morphs, like paper people come to the rescue and help us help everyone sort of express it. Um, totally. So do you find that this process for kind of bringing, you know, your line to life, uh, sort of potent phrases to life, does it get easier? Is it getting more streamlined for you over time? You know, it's probably getting harder because, <laughs> I'm sorry. because it's, I'm sorry you know, it's true. I mean, but it's, it's because I want to top talk on these more difficult topics like infertility, like things like that. And Uh 
you know, those are like bigger and harder conversations because a lot of my first cards were more fun, but I've now, I've re trying to rebrand mm-hmm. my like tagline is to honoring occasions the patriarchy overlooks. Ooh, so, yeah. Because like, they're not all like, my first thought was celebrating, but I'm like, we're not always celebrating. Some of these things are, are heavy, are hard, but you know, there's still things we want to acknowledge. Um, and then, you know, so the things like women's issues, but like, you know, how do we bring that? Because so often, for so long, I've been kind of like, yeah, on this political hamster wheel mm-hmm. of like creating for whatever like political event is happening, which yes, also needs to be done. But I kind of want to create these other cards with these sentiments um, that, you know, are just like other things like I have. Right. So what, I, so, okay, sorry. So many, so many thoughts oh, no, here. No, um, I want to hear them all. <laughs> so now what I'm doing, so I just released my, my, oh, just released. Okay. In October, I released a bunch of new cards that were partnered with a company called the She Mark and they mm-hmm. certify women owned businesses, oh, women owned, women run, whatever. Um, and so we created a whole bunch of cards that were kind of about women and business and women and money and like equity. So the equalities, everything also like is part of that line because it's all about financial equity. Mm-hmm. So we made a card that says debt free and doing fabulous. So like that's it. an occasion that we should be celebrating, but you know, we kind of overlook it. Um, so my plan for, it won't be happening for my January release because mm-hmm. I think I'm going to only do it twice a year, but mm-hmm. Twice a year, I want to have a release partnered with another woman-owned company to kind of talk on these subjects because, like, I would love to make cards on infertility, but, like, I ha- don't have that experience myself, and so I kind of feel like I need someone else to help me be that voice. Right, right. So, yeah, so my goal is to work with these other companies, and they're not necessarily, like, nonprofits. They're just, you know, someone who has an expertise in an area that I don't and work together to create cards on a specific topic. I mean, I think I think that's a great approach, and um, you know, you, you can go in you can go in so many directions. And I, the thing I love about collaborations is like everybody brings a different thing to the table, and like yeah. you never know what's going to come out of it. And they're really interest; they tend to be really, really interesting. So, exactly, uh, like some of the ones that I kind of have like ideas to do with are not companies that I ever would have thought would have Mm -hmm. been related, you know, but like an engagement ring company. And the founder was like, we work with a lot of like queer couples because they feel left out of other spaces. And I'm like, that's so true. That's like someone who'd be great to work with. But like in my mind, like engagement rings aren't like a feminist thing. They're kind of opposite, but you know, so it's like flipping the script on, you know. Right. But two women getting married, like that's a very Mm -hmm. feminist thing um so exactly yeah so that's hypothetical you know maybe yeah we'll see it's it's really interesting I follow that Lainey is it Molnar I you know who I'm talking she's an illustrator on Instagram and I follow a lot I see her stuff she hasn't put anything on car and on stationery it's just visuals but like I saw one thing by her where she was like why is there no card for when a woman buys a house or gets her first job or like it's like yeah and yeah, that's one of my cards in the last release says you bought a house like a grown ass woman. Because like, that's exactly true. Like we need these. So right. All right. Totally. I'll have to message her and send her one. But totally. And you know, like I have a 16 year old and it's it's like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, she wants to get married and have a house and a conventional life. But I'm always talking up to her, like, how exciting is it going to be when you get out of college and like, we can help you put your first down 
you know, you get a great job and you yeah. get, you can make your first down. Like I want a card. I want this to be like an accepted card sending occasion. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's I, like when I, when I quit my full-time job, I made myself a gift registry and made my friends buy me presents because I'm like, I'm not getting married anytime soon. Like, and it was mostly like books and businessy things. And I'm like, you know what? We're doing it. We're just celebrating, like celebrating these occasions. Totally. Well, it is a milestone and it's a huge accomplishment. And I was so excited for you when you quit your job. And I'm so glad that Thank I'm so you. glad you did. <laughs> I'm so glad I did too. And it's working I mean, out for you, you know, yeah. like that, you know, you're, yeah. you, you can do it. And it's an example to others. I mean, like how many other makers are like, I want to start a greeting card line, but I'm stuck in this miserable job. Like, when am I, when is it going to fly yeah. so I can leave? So, or yeah. it's hard, but anyone can do it. You just got to work at it and give it time. Totally. I mean, I, I agree. Um, so we talked about your heavier releases for lack of a better term. Uh, but a lot of your cards have this like breezy abbreviated girlfriend voice that is like really distinctive. Um, I'm talking about your cards, like you're getting married. Wow. So adult or ho, ho, ho. This is not a Christmas card. It's just about your behavior. Um, so they capture like some of the best parts of like close relationships, the jokes only your best friends can say to you. And somehow they're more funny in print than spoken. So I know many of these releases were written for your friends or even yourself. Um, you plant whore. Um, you, <laughs> but they, but they all weren't, uh, were they like, what's your process for this? Like, where do, where do these come out? How do you come up with these? Yeah. So yeah, like you said, a lot of them were written for friends or like for myself, what I would want. Um, but I, and I think that process, like most of them are more for friends, but I think that really resonates because that's how you think of these like weird, more niche things when you think mm -hmm. of a specific friend and inevitably it's resonates with other people too. Sure. Um, but that definitely is like a huge chunk of like the quirky ones. And like some of my friends know which one is for them and some of them don't, but you know, eventually. Um, <laughs> but then some of the other ones that aren't for someone specific, it's a lot of me just being like a card for this occasion like needs to exist mm -hmm. and then just kind of like workshopping it. Like I have, I mean, I'm sure all card designers have like a list of a million things that you're like, I like this concept, but how do I quite write it correctly? And then sometimes I'll crowdsource. Like I have friends that are better writers than I am and I'll just like get their feedback and ask their ideas or like, we'll just talk it out and go back and forth until, you know, we kind of come up with the right verbiage on how to say it. So definitely helps. Right, right. And I'm wondering, too, if sometimes when you see it, this sort of has to do with my next question, but I'm wondering, too, if sometimes when you see it in your hand lettering, when it's laid out, like mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, oh, the two has to go after that word, you know, like sometimes yeah. due to, yeah. you know, how it looks visually, things need to be a little tweaked, maybe. Exactly. And that's especially with like, I do a lot of stuff with like some big letters, some little letters, like, you know, like the little letters often being like, I kind of think of them as like, as your internal thoughts, like the card uh -huh. that says you're getting married, then wow, so adult is tiny. <laughs> that's kind of like the voice in your head is kind of like yes, saying yes. the little text. Yes. Um, it's like, like the snarky yeah. devil on your shoulder. Yeah. Like I have another card that says you're pregnant on purpose and then congrats, like really big. Cause it's the same thing. Like that's what my internal voice is saying. Like what we're doing what now? Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I like, 
I when I'm often when I'm like writing them out, then I'll like write it in quotes. Like what's like the little thing, the little thought, and they're not all like that. I mean, I have some cards that are much more boring and basic, but sure, but yeah, that's kind of how it works. That's really interesting. And so as as I touched on, I mean, I do love your hand lettering, um, which is literally like your hand writing transformed into the 20 some design signature typeface. Um, it really is your voice. No one can copy it. Um, can you share the process by which you came up with it and, and, and the role you see it playing in your brand? Yeah. So it actually started very different. So when I first learned hand lettering, you know, that kind of stuff, I literally was doing pen and ink calligraphy. And this was like six, eight, six years ago now. Uh Um, And I was doing like brush calligraphy and watercolor. And so, I mean, I can still do some of that stuff, but if you saw it, you wouldn't think it's, it's mine because it just feels so different. Um, And so my first iteration of cards that I created, they were hand lettered, but they Uh look completely different because they were just a little funkier. I mean, it was similar sentiments. A lot of those sentiments I have redesigned, but yeah, the style was different. And then now it's just kind of like, as I get better, cause uh-huh. you know, you're still always learning and growing. And I look sure. at some of my first cards and I'm like, Oh, these look bad, but like no one else thinks they're terrible. Only you think they're terrible. Right. Um, right. No, also, I'm like that with the early yeah, with magazines, everything. like anything. I'm like, Oh, what was I thinking? Like, that's so yeah. cringy. Yeah. So, so. just learn and get better. <laughs> right. But I have like, I have, so I now have my handwriting as a font mm-hmm. so I use that like for a lot of marketing materials and some of the cards that are like more denser bodies of text I use the font because it looks cleaner than like if you have to write out a whole paragraph sometimes it can be kind of dodgy mm-hmm. um, but I have multiple versions of my handwriting as a font because as I like the old font I'm like okay I can write these letters better now and so I've redone it mm-hmm. the current iteration of the typeface is called bad bitch and <laughs> that's a good name whatever you want exactly <laughs> so yeah so that's so and, that's and yeah that's the evolution of it it just I don't know we'll see where it is in a few more years right right well it's so funny because when you say calligraphy when you say you started with calligraphy like to me that says like wedding invitations like when you see like the names you know I mean it was that kind of style I wasn't doing wedding invites but it was definitely like that traditional style style. it would be kind of interesting to have like I'm a bad bitch and like super bad calligraphy although I guess people that's been do it so the very first project I ever calligraphy project I ever did I don't know if I've ever like really told people this but my friends know so it was the 2016 election and me and my friends hosted a Hillary victory party only to be very dismayed but (laughs) the core on the wall was a hand calligraphied and brush painted lettered all sorts of stupid Trump quotes and we had them taped all over the wall. And like, now I look at it and it's like very cringy calligraphy. But like at the time it was like fancy, pretty calligraphy sure, for me. Sure. And that was like my first project. And then I made, um, I did hand calligraphy buttons that said nasty woman. And I sold those and like donated the profits from it. So I was like kind of doing a similar thing, but like in a different formulation of it. So yeah, I have to dig up those photos somewhere. There. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. I like where you took it because you're you're um, not that calligraphy is not beautiful in in and of itself. That there is something really like strong about your writing, and especially like like I have a few on my phone, and like like I have your elect women sticker, and like it's it, you know you choose colors for the shadows and the like 
it's yeah, very it's punchier now. It's, yes. Yeah. Yes. It used to be more elegant and now it's just more punchy and in your face, I guess. Right. In a, I think right. in a good way, but yeah. yeah. But it's still beautiful. Like it's still polished and it's still like, like if you saw someone in an outfit like this, they would still be like super sharp. They'd be really, like, yeah. <laughs> they'd be really Thank tough. You. Whereas if someone was dressed in a calligraphy wedding invitation, it would be flowery and flowy. And so, yeah. you know, like this exactly. is, this is strong. Different. Yeah. I love it. And so, yeah, you, you occasionally updated. I know you mentioned to me in Vegas that some, someone came up to you at some point and was like, what's the name of your typeface? I'm not that I'm going to yeah. copy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. People have asked me before. They're like, "What? Where's your font from?" And I'm like, "It's my handwriting. Like, you can't replicate it." So, yeah, because especially when I do have like the font of my handwriting, it very much looks like a font because you know all the letter A's are the same. And so, I mean, fair to be confused, but yeah, I made it. You can't have it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, and people have asked me. They're like, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna sell your font?" And I'm like, "No," because then someone could replicate it. And like, maybe someday I would make a font that looks different and sell it. And you guys would have no idea it's mine, but I'm not going to ever sell the font that I use as my style. Cause I can't give myself away like that. Right. Right. You, but you could, I mean, you could totally, if you, you know, can churn these out, like if you could make a couple as, you know, like, uh, uh, sensitive you know that can go in so many directions i'm sure you you yeah. could do that for a living not that you want to but yeah you could yeah maybe someday <laughs> someday if i have free time which will probably be never but you know it's it's there it's a thought <laughs> so finally uh what are you excited about these days um uh, and how is it is it affecting what you're working on and um, can you give me a can you give us a sneak peek you mentioned a few things um, that you've been working on. Can you give us any more sneak peeks into what we can expect from 20 some over 2023? Yeah. So bigger and better, more things. Um, <laughs> so this January stickers, oh, I mean, we're like two weeks away, so I really got to get my butt moving on those. But then I also have another line I'm going to release. It'll be a new product category. I mean, it's going to be postcards, so not like anything radical, but mm -hmm new for what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's going to be called still toying with the name, but it's going to be called traditional families, Ooh. something like that. Uh -huh. And it will surprise and delight you. So Ooh. get excited. Oh, I can't um, wait. I'm seeing a lot of postcards these days. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, this is something that I've decided to do post postcards because it's occasionless. Like I feel like greeting cards you send for an occasion and postcards, at least to me, it's a lot more of just like, just for funsies or kind of just to hang up and display. Right. It's like, I collect a lot of postcards myself too. So this is more going to be something of that vein versus like happy birthday kind of a thing. So. Right. right. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. I wonder if some people like, you know, there's still people out there who feel like, you know, writing a letter, like absolutely writing a folded card is like a big commitment, but yeah. I can write a sentence or two on a postcard. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like the people who come to me at craft fairs and when I tell them it's blank, they're like, oh, I have to write something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Unlike like, you know, the <laughs> Do you have any like, thoughts? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like my grandma, bless her heart. Whenever she sends me a card, she just signs her name. Like she doesn't, she buys the Hallmark card. She writes nothing personal. So like, I think a lot of people are used to that and I'm like, nope, sorry. You got to think of things here. <laughs> 
Totally. No, a lot of people grew up with that. Every great, every greeting card I, every birthday card I got from my grandparents was like from both sets was like a long rhyming couplet. Yeah. Love <laughs> grandma and grandpa. They never wrote anything. Just their yeah, exactly. Just, just signed it. Look, the greeting like card writer the, did all the work. All the sappy sentiments that you're like, okay, I guess so. <laughs> I'm just the sweetest girl. No one ever read it. I don't think anybody ever read those sentiments. No, one time. Because it was just like, it's meaningless, you know? It's just like generic. So that's right. why. Right. There's know, never been a sweeter girl than you. Yeah. And, and you're like, that's you a know, lie. <laughs> just like the morning dew, you know, it's, it's like horrible. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If this doesn't work out, I'm going to start writing. Yeah, you could. You could re re rewrite traditional greeting cards. Right. Just put like a nice, uh, you know what? I might need to consult you on it. Like a real, real traditional <laughs> poem and then like put in a nice swear word in the last line and to yeah, call someone exactly. a slight. Sounds great. <laughs> Maybe I'll be your next collaborator. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Right. We could do it. I'm okay, always great. looking for new right. fun things. All right. Something to think about. <laughs> I love it. All right, Sadie. Well, it was. Oh, and where are you? Where are you exhibiting? Uh, oh, this yes. winter. Well, I will be at Atlanta mm -hmm. in the On Trend section. Cool. I will be at New York now in the Greeting Card Village. Oh, sweet. Or, no, it's at Noted now. Sorry, the new name is at Noted. But yes, yes. Greeting Card section, and then I will be at Noted in San Francisco in April. All right, so, all right. So that's yeah, the first half of your year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and then we'll see what, what comes for summer. Who knows? What the summer holds. Okay, great. Well, um, so have great shows. Listeners, Thank please you. come find, please come find Sadie there. I, I will. I'll, I'm going to be at all three shows. So I'll come in. Yes. I'll come and laugh in your we booth. We can hang out. <laughs> great. I love it. It makes me so happy. You can just drum up all the traffic. <laughs> well, you know, it is, it's like you and there's some, there's a few other booths where it's like, I just sit, stand there and laugh. Like I just pick up stuff and say, it's funny. And like, it's like, it's kind of irritating. Like I know my daughter would be like, mom, like if she was with me. <laughs> well, I think it's great. And like I said before, I feel validated when people think I'm funny. So it's like, you know, like that's probably some own things I need to work through, but it makes me happy. So <laughs> I love it. Well, I think you were funny. Um, very funny. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming by the Paperfold, and I will I will see you soon. Thank you for having me. And yes, see you very soon, less than a month. <laughs> less than a month. Thank you so much, Sadie, for dropping in the paperfold. It was such a treat to hang out and get a peek into your process and what's up your sleeve. I think it's crystal clear to anyone listening why I chose Sadie as one of our 10 designers to watch in 2023. If you love stationary design and or evolving cultural conversations, please check it out if you can. It's a very compelling group of women with whom it's inspiring to get acquainted. Finally, thank you for listening. Again, our theme music is by the wonderful Sharon Glassman of Smile Songs. See and hear more at smilesongs.com. Of course, feel free to give me a five-star rating and review if you are so inclined. Thank you so much, nerds. Please stay safe out there.